All right, let's quieten down now. Quieten down. Welcome to Get Folked, Episode 5, All Night Long. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Get Folked, a f- podcast anchored in folk music, anchored in Irish folk music, enough slack to take us out into international folk music, and then pretty much where we spend all our time in the doldrums of the ocean where we just talk about nothing. I'm joined here with Ed. Hello, Ed. How's it going, Andy? Uh, another a nice subset of this podcast is also um, me being surprised by the new setup every week that you have, and <laughs> this week's no exception. Very nice. Uh, thank you. Nice fish thank eye you. lens you got going on there. Nice and curvy at the edges. Absolutely. Yeah. No. No hiding. No hiding. Got some new. Got some new uh, tech equipment to support the uh, the projects. Uh, nice. And it just, yeah, I just said I'd give it a go for this one. So I guess we're going to have to, with all this talk of every single week, our setting, uh, we're going to definitely have to show the videos to each one of these calls. So, uh, yeah, at some stage, I mean, you, well, I mean, they'd, they'd be bored, but I did change my shirt. They'd be bored by me, but like I did change my shirt this week because I've noticed um, that I've nearly been wearing the same shirt for every single podcast. I'm that's, that's not your a best man shirt, of many though. shirts. It's, it's your best huh? shirt though. It's the, be- it's your, it's your Sunday shirt. It could be. I don't know. It could. It could be usurped now. I've got a pretty nice shirt now. This green one, and another another pink one. I mean, if you told me twenty years ago I'd be the type of man to be wearing a pink shirt, I would have spat in your face. Well, now look at you. Look at you. It's you've grown, Ed. Look at you now. Yeah, I know. Right. I can wear a I'm pink shirt, and, and I can still piss, piss <laughs> spit in your face. <laughs> I can have my cake and eat it too. Hand piss on it. What's the, what? I can do what I want. <laughs> how are you doing how's your week been it's been good uh yeah i was on the night shift uh i guess that's why you call this one all night long yeah uh, well episode. i was kind of concerned for you because you only when did you get off the night shift what is a night shift what 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 is that what does that encompass night shift you? is from seven in the evening till seven in the morning and um yeah uh yeah it's it's 12 hour shift and you come home you basically don't see anybody for it's only a four-day shift, though, so it's not too bad. But you just don't see anybody for mm. four days. You, 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 know, you I, I, I like to think of myself as like Brad Pitt's character in, uh, in that movie, Interview with a Vampire. Him or Christian Slater or Tom Cruise, I, I, an amalgamation of all three, and Antonio Banderas, who was also Tom Cruise in, in, in Interview with a Vampire. Yeah, who's he in? Interview yeah, yeah. With a vampire. He's um, he's one of the main characters. He's the guy who bites um. Brad Pitt's character. Oh, really? Tom Cruise. TC baby. Oh wow! I, didn't, I don't. I don't remember. Toffee that. Crisp. Toffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he was. He was. The, he was one of the main guys. I can't remember. I, I'm bad at their names now because they were kind of old timey names. I think uh, there was none of them called like Tom or 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 Brad. You know, there was all mm, like yeah. Lothario and mm-hmm. you know all this kind of stuff. So I don't. I don't know. Ignatius and uh, Ignatius <laughs> Joachim. No, there's no joy. And, uh, but uh, like, what's it? Uh, and and do, do, what do, what do does everyone have their nighttime shift? Like, is does the nighttime crew have the like? Oh, we have our lunch at this time. We have our yeah. To the point where I, I actually brought yeah, I brought in porridge. You know, I I like to like 
treat it as like a day. So I eat porridge at like nine o'clock at night. Yeah. Just to try and, you know, because I don't know how else to, you know, fuel this bad boy. I know, I know, I know. You got to keep the old engine going. Absolutely. And, um, yeah. So it doesn't come for free. No, it, what? It doesn't come for free. No, man. No, no, no. One of your New Year's resolutions, as we have in the last episode, was it was your resolution to uh, to get ripped or get ripped or get get more ripped. I know what you're thinking. That's not really possible, but it. Yeah, I, I decided yeah. to get more ripped. What, what what I've done now is I've just decided to um, <clears throat> buy buy smaller shirts so that it, so that I feel a bit more ripped. <laughs> Target shirts, you know, as well. Like you know, so you can make them really small for like you know, the the. Pushing yourself, your 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 summer shirt. I'm going to get into yeah. that. I'm going to fit into that. <laughs> Promise you, D. I'm going to fit into that, and I'm going to be gorgeous. Yeah, this is mankini. Promise, D. I'm going to fit into it. And is it? Um, no. And and it, and we're getting home then. And then, do you like stay up? Because obviously, you get home then when the kids are getting up. Do you then you do you yeah, stay up I, I and bring, then like your night bedtime is two yeah. one? No, I bring no. God, no. Sure, I'd be going in at seven. My that would only give me like five hours sleep. Four hours sleep, but I um no I I, I the one th- one good thing about it is I I bring them to school and stuff and um uh have breakfast with them and stuff like that and then then I go to bed at like half eight and I sleep yes. through till six or something like that uh, or half five and then yeah, I, I guess they're off and repeat school, so it means nothing to them really I guess no yeah exactly yeah but um but see normally when I'm working normally I wouldn't see them because I'd be gone before uh before they're up. That's why all these uh, folk songs resonate with me, Andy. Like you know, I'm like I'm working on the road, you know. I know. Up there, I know. You know, the kids don't get to see me. You know, hot asphalt, but <laughs> just laying down hot at night. I was at that song at uh, Night Shift by the Commodores was in my uh, my head. Um, you know that song? No. <clears throat> you do. Uh, it's, uh, on the night shift. No, that one. No, I don't. I'm afraid. What? You don't know that song? Uh, I look it up oh, after this, but uh, it's a really nice Heard song. Of the Commodores, uh, and, and uh, yeah, and at the uh, Mar- uh, not Marvin Gaye. It's a song dedicated to Marvin Gaye and oh, another singer who died in that year. Can't remember his name now. Um, but yeah, the. Uh, yeah, the, the Commodores. Actually, it was what's his name was in it. Lionel Richie, who was in that 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 uh, that band. You the don't Commodores know that song? Well. I can't believe it. I yeah, I probably have heard it, but uh, no, I don't know. I know what a Commodore sixty four is. Is that? Yeah, it's, it's, there's a few similarities, mainly the word. But uh, other than that, not not many. Like the video is brilliant because at the start of the video, they're all like doing their own makeup and stuff like that. And I was like, that's exactly like us going out, working on the airplanes. We all do our makeup beforehand. I know. Yeah, well, I did send you that very interesting gif where I feel like it was an accurate way you're all heading out. <laughs> that's how I imagine you all dolling yourselves up. But uh, nice. So you've, uh, you've, uh, you've, you've clocked in the week and now you're working on getting back onto, how long does it take you to get then you're back on track, back on normal human hours? I'm fine now. I uh, I woke up at ten o'clock this morning, so I'm grand. All good. Just, nice. Sweet. Circadian rhythm is back, baby. Yeah, I was I was I was tempted to look that up. Actually, I was going to like, should I should I do something on sleep? Should I figure out something nah. to sleep? But then everything is just pointing towards don't don't stay up late. 
don't mess with your rhythm, but I don't think <laughs> the, 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 the aircraft, the aircraft maintenance world doesn't particularly care about that. So you, you don't talk much about circadian rhythm in the, uh, in the old hangar. Doesn't come up that often. Surprisingly. You, you, you raise no. it now. The lads will be listening to this. So lads, if you're listening gather to this round. podcast, gather around. I want you all to just have a little bit of think about, you know, how you're looking after yourselves and are you getting your eight to 12, eight to 10? hour sleep do you go to bed when the sun goes down and get up when the sun rises that's important or are you like brad pitt in interview the vampire and eternally i was trying to be with a 16 year old girl always isn't it isn't it in the, what don't they don't they isn't it or is a 12 year old girl that they turn into a vampire isn't it and that's uh yes it's weird it's weird it's, that i don't think he's trying to be with her I think yeah, no. uh, you're you're uh, you're very liberal on these sort of accusations. Anyway, <laughs> last week you threw you, you slung a lot right, of mud. Okay, all right, okay. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> Listen to last week's podcast if you want to hear. Oh, Eddie has very very craftily removed the, the name of a band that I mentioned, who I thought and ended up being right was an accurate name, but we decided let's not be mentioning any bands. Uh, the band uh, was it, right, it, but the accusation was wrong. The accusation, I think the accusation was right as well, no? And it was just the, uh, the. anyways, it doesn't matter. We're talking about, <laughs> we're talking cryptically here now, and I talk enough we're, cryptic with We're talking about my... Brad Pitt. <laughs> we're leveling accusations about Brad Pitt this weekend. <laughs> I have to move on from last weekend. Break, break it down for him. Yeah. Whole new slew of accusations this weekend. But we're, uh, taking, we're taking down the Hollywood industry and the, and, and the <laughs> pop culture. We're we're going for it. We're we're going for everyone. Watch out! I don't know. I don't. I'm yeah, just about to say someone else it. again. There. <laughs> so watch out. <laughs> Let me think. Watch out. Uh, <laughs> Mia Hall. Um, <laughs> just, I'm not going to say a second name. There you go. Figure it out, lads. Figure it out. <laughs> You know who I'm you talking about. You know who you are. You, you, know, and you know, know what you've done. <laughs> Me, Hall. <laughs> so, yeah. But how was your nice. week, man? My week is good. It's uh, Well, it's good and it's up and it's down. Uh, yeah, I'm still kind of always on the roller coaster of kind of figuring out what I'm going to do next. And uh, uh, while at the same time kind of anchoring myself to this thing, I use anchor again there. But yeah, still just nice. trying to kind of figure out stuff i've had a couple of nice kind of meetings this week and getting back in the uh well not getting back but yeah doing a bit of the like for you know that because yeah, you were one of my success stories in the uh, coaching world as you well know so uh so i've been kind of dipping back into that uh just to give everyone an update I, like i did an 18 month systemic coaching course uh while i was uh working as in the school um uh so i am a certified systemic coach or whatever that what it is but eddie was one of my um was one of my coaches and i believe i guided you on a well look at you now you changed job look at me now you found you found something that 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 is uh that is more to your liking and it was all through the medium of coaching i believe that that brought you to that point so yes you know and i have the transcripts Thank to prove you, it there's just transcripts <laughs> there's just documentation to prove it if anyone doubts that i can uh, i can share all the intimate details of ed and i's conversations yeah with you We'll see. We'll see Reach you in out. court. 
So yeah, so then doing get preparing for a little bit of that and a bit of a workshopping kind of on that. Uh, preparing for the gig, we had the gig this week, and um, well, how did the gig go? Gig was amazing. Or do you want to come back that, to that? that that opening. No, nah, we can we can kick into it now with, with a little bit. So that opening, uh, the our our opener, our our intro into the thing was uh, into the podcast was um, part of the get forked. Uh, night we have here in berlin once a month in madonna bar and uh this week we had an amazing arabic folk group um two people from syria uh razan and her brother uh, hazem and then romeo is from palestine and uh they were playing uh, just arabic uh, traditional arabic folk music they played three songs that day they were exceptional it was it was quite amazing so we did the usual format where uh our group, um, myself, Kyle, Pauline, and 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 Alex, we opened it up with uh, four or five songs, and then we invite up our guest musicians that week, which was them. They they didn't have a name. They went as Razan and Friends, which I took full advantage of on the microphone and abused Razan for not including anyone except herself in the in the in the band name but you'd be you're experienced at that as well ed you 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 will remember all those years ago in berlin edward brophy yes. and friends and friends friends yeah it was accurate so, you were my friends yeah, it, it was it was it was so a little slap in the face after us traveling a two thousand miles to move to berlin to try and record an album together and edward brophy and friends and uh yeah but uh, they had um they had it like i don't know if you have you ever heard of the instrument a, a, a quanon no. So um Razan's brother, Hazem, he plays a quanon and um my Can god it, it is it's it's yes yeah, so I I the, the the final draft of description of what this instrument is it's the harp that you play on your lap. So it's oh. kind of shaped like in the triangular shape but it is more tri like is it right angle triangle? Yeah, it's more it's more of a right angle triangle with strings going all kind of down and you put it on your lap and then he has a lot of um, rings, uh, specialist like the rings that um, bluegrass players would have um, for play, picking the notes as he moves along and he's just sitting on his knee and he's just playing the playing the uh, the, the Quanon um, uh, while uh, has, uh, Romeo was playing the flute. He actually started off, so you can hear it actually in the opening. I don't know if you want to hear it again, do you? And, and yeah, 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 play it again. All right, I'll play it for you, so. So that was the uh, that was the actually the opening of their their set. Uh, the first song is called oh, that's Lamabada, um, which I've tried to kind of. So I didn't get a chance to talk to Razan about it. I'm not really hopeful that like as this thing grows, that we will invite some of these people on to come talk to us a little bit about the song. But songs has but it's kind of I think it translates roughly into when she begins to sway. So it's a, it's kind of a I guess a, a romantic song or a kind of in a similar ilk to kind of Irish folk music and how beautiful the the woman I'm looking at is 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 uh is 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 so um yeah so they played that song to kick that is I don't, <laughs> don't know how else to develop on that point how beautiful she 
is dancing, I guess, swaying. So I, <laughs> how how beautiful she sways. So okay. So um, yeah. So that was the the, the opening, and then he then transfer or trying he he then switched instruments after that opening and, and broke into a um, tabla. I'm actually not sure if I actually got any of the tabla in some of the clips that I tried to take for today, which is a pity because he was, yeah, Romeo is a full-time musician um, here in Berlin. And uh, yeah, they were just, on top of them just being fantastic musicians, they were fantastic people as well and just such a great laugh and the kind of people that, like, as I said to you, you could, on the microphone, just, like, take the piss out of Razan and they're just kind of having a laugh and a joke down the back and then kind of when we were performing and um, then after the whole thing was finished, then... Uh, <laughs> you'll enjoy this so they, we, we tried to kind of play a bit together um so pauline myself and um uh so pauline myself hazem and uh, romeo sat down we're like okay let's play together of course i was not super confident of this but i was like all right we'll go for it i've had enough i don't have enough beers I'm, I'm optimistic for this and uh then we uh we went from so we played they played pauline played a tune on the flute and and romeo clicked straight into it uh he was like laying into the tabla uh or was it a tabla no it was a it was kind of similar to the italian group uh, La Piz il pizzicati that were with us a month before that they uh kind of using a tambourine but a tambourine in a kind of a ridiculous way that I just these people with their fingers, how the power they can get in their fingers just when they're holding a, a tambourine, but the way they can slam down in the tambourine to get, create the rhythm. Uh, so him and Pauline were playing that. Oh, and he was actually playing the djembe, uh, the djembe that we use in our set. Um, and Hazem didn't really join in with that, I guess, because it's not exactly easy to just go, all right, it's, it's, not, a, it's not a case of telling him, okay, the chords, this is in key of G and it's GCD or whatever it is. I don't know if that's how that's built. And Plus, it's not as loud. So, um, but I also joined in with that one and you've seen me try to join in some of the times with the trad tunes. It's like, all right, I'm going to do this. And I, I don't, I don't, I don't ease my way into it. I, uh, I, I go for it from moment one. Uh, so I, I played the first one and then I stepped out and then I stepped out after that. I was like, leave it to Elas. I'll, I'll work the crowd. I'll work the people. And, uh, so, uh, yeah, go around my session. Exactly. Yeah. So, but the whole thing was again, like, yeah, it's, 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 it's been a really nice session. Um, for the last couple of months that's our fourth one and uh yeah so we're having another one on the 28th now and a couple of musicians have expressed interest uh in in joining us so i have to kind of see about that and see what way we want to set it up and then of course the month after that you'll be over here and we'll be doing a a patrick's weekend gig so oh yeah mm, so it's only only two more get or one more get folked until well we have to see what we're going to do for that as well but um so yeah, the music session and yeah, the, God, I could like it. Yeah, the, the the whole the whole night was really nice. Ed. It was uh, it was it was just the 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 Rez, uh, Rezan was a beautiful thing. I should actually kind of say like even how I met these people. Razan kind of Razan works uh, in the school. Uh, she was just hired as I um as I was leaving. I was I was I was there when she was hired, and uh, just found out that she plays music and um to listen to something some of her stuff on soundcloud and then it's like will you come kind of not not really kind of just listening and going oh that's really nice i'd love to hear that. and then i kind of forgot about it and then we needed a performer for this week's um get folks so i asked her she said yes 
and they just turned up and we did it. But it was all, it was all, it's all getting a little bit more uh, streamlined as well between sound checks and getting kind of microphones sorted and having everything kind of, the more we do it, the more kind of we learn them from the mistakes that we've made in the previous year. I didn't learn from the mistake of not having a spare battery for the guitar. And once again, the battery died. So Kyle had to run up to Ishbedi up the road and luckily they had one and it worked. So I didn't have to sing like an insane man just to get above the, 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 the microphone. Because the last time we kind of decided, okay, we don't have a we don't have a guitar uh, mic'd up, so let's just plug out everything, and I'll just sing over everything, which was not fun. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so they uh, they played a couple of songs. They played, uh, yeah, they like so. I can I, what I've done is I've 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 I've, uh, I've I have another piece of music that they have recorded as well. If you want to listen to it, yeah, yeah, throw it out there. I'll give you a number two here. So the second one is called Longa. Shaninaz, 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 Langa, Longa Shaninaz. All right, here we go. Where are we? Longa, sure there. Oh, wait. Sorry. Ah. Okay. Not very good at this. Sorry. The second one, this was, a, yeah, the second song was called, uh, um, oh, I was right. Langer, Langer, <laughs> and this was the one that um, Razan was singing as well. I thought and, I thought that sounded right when you said it. I thought it sounded. Yeah, yeah, you, you recognized right. it, did you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I, I was, what's that lad doing there? Oh yeah, <laughs> this is a big moment for me as well because I've. I, oh yeah, I forgot. One of the thing I did was learn how to clip clip music and and use my new piece of uh, software that I got for clipping and 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 looking after uh, some of the sounds. So we kind of recorded it a little bit better than we have been doing previously. And uh, yeah, so I've I've been playing around a lot with um, with the old technology and sound stuff, very basic level, but it does feel good. And it's very as as we spoke about before, it's very addictive. An hour, two hours, or three hours can really pass by without you noticing at all when you kind of start getting into this kind of stuff. Anyway, long as Shannon has. Wow. Mm. Nice high tempo there. Oh, man. It was so amazing to watch Roseanne um, singing that song. Because even just whatever she's having to do, like, what you know, I know she's speaking in Arabic, but it's like the speed at which she has to kind of keep it going as well. Kind of, you know, how we'll sing kind of uh, let the grasses grow at speed. It does feel like we can belt that out. <laughs> it just seems yeah. like it, there's a lot of uh, almost operatic. La, 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 la. So, 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 just, just again, there. So, they're from Syria, you said, right? Um, yeah, Razan and Hazem are from Syria. <clears throat> and then, sorry, what was the name of the other, the other fellow? Uh, Romeo, 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 A real life Romeo. Uh, where's Romeo from? Palestine. So they were Palestine. All... And um, and is that Syrian folk music? Um, I, be- I believe so. When I um, I know the last song that I, I have recorded, and the last song that they did um, was an Iraq Iraqi um, folk song, and I know some people that had worked out in 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 that area part of the world. They uh, they 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 recognize this song, 
um the third one so i think a lot of it is kind of it's just they, they when i asked them to describe it like oh, where is it from they said oh, just just this middle eastern you know it's like where's the instrument from it's it's middle eastern music you know they they're, they're okay. really aren't trying to kind of put it onto a country at all because i guess like a lot of the folk music that we'd have you can't it, it crosses over it's been reused it's the same theme has been rehashed or words have been changed to suit the country so um, yeah it's you know, saying it's just some, i think that we, we we'd probably be yeah i suppose that's that is that's very true when you put it like that um that there is it does yeah it does cross borders very easily i guess you know in in, uh, in a localized region and um do you know on the let's say are, are they using do they use the same scales like as in uh, as we would you know could somebody tune in let's say a tenor banjo could they join in with that could Pauline have played something like that on the, on the tin whistle, or is it? Oh. Are they using different notes? Got it. Uh, no, uh, that that I do not know. Um, I think Pauline had mm. a conversation with them afterwards, but like, yeah, you know my theory, knowledge on this. Like, I do. Well, I mine do know, would like, be low as well, but I, I just wonder. I know. I know I the wonder. rhythm um, is is in ten eight, and I, and I don't. I don't know. Um, whether that resonates with you and, and like with the not with at the all, timing. but I'm going to pretend that it does. Oh, so it's ten eight. So that's uh, that. That now. So that'll. Uh, did you say? Did you say ten eight? I did. I did. I did. Wow. So that's like that's something wow. beyond 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 my knowledge, beyond my power. So uh, yeah, but um, absolutely, it is a language, just, and I will not utter it here. Yes. Yes. Never mind. I'm reaching <laughs> so, with that one. Nah, nah, it's fine. Yeah, but they, so they they played those two songs, and of course, like you know, so we played our first set. Um, oh, sugar, sorry about that. Is that coming through? No, no, nothing's coming through. Oh, okay, sorry, something on the laptop. Um, so yeah, so as I said, the the structure then was like we played four or five songs. Started off with uh, Paddy's Lament. Which was quite nice. Uh, um, nice. Do, nice I do song. love singing that song, and I love these kind of. They seem to be kind of a quite a, an anti-war song, which is not our kind of intention. But I guess a lot of the songs that we'd say with folk songs would be kind of part of that anti-war genre, and it's kind of you know, especially when you go and, to the and, American. Yeah, and I think anti-colonial wars for sure. Mm. Whereas like wars of independence would be more celebrated. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was. Uh, Paddy's Lament, and then, yeah, we also sang Barrett's Privateers again, which was good crack as well. Oh, Didn't, nice song, yeah. Went through all the words. Actually, the, forgot the words of, um, lost myself in Finnegan's Wake, though. I don't know how I did it for oh, so really? many years. I've sang that song, and we were kind of, I was so focused on when they were going to, and nah, I don't want to blame anyone else myself. Um, I'm not too just it's all the other people's fault, you know, not my fault. <laughs> uh, Everyone else is doing their the jobs. <laughs> Played squash yesterday with a guy called Stefan. Beat me four, four games. It's the first time I've played in 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 nearly ten years. He beat me in every game. But we're playing next Ouch. week. I'll keep you updated on that one. Guess how far Dude. I cycled yesterday. Just to di- di- digress away from the guess how far I cycled yesterday. Guess twenty five kilometers. Twenty three kilometers. I kind of set myself up you for couldn't, a, a. You couldn't couldn't do the twenty five. Just failed. Uh, well, it's twenty-three kilometers with a game of squash for forty-five minutes in the middle of that. So mm, mm. that's quite intense. Because I, I went up there at a, I went up there to uh, to play a game of squash against. He's, he's a parent, old parent from the school, and I met him at a basketball match. And we just said, I don't know how we got talking about sports we play, but and then he said that I was like, oh, I'm mad to get back playing, doing something like that because I can't stand running. Jesus, I hate running. 
So uh, cycled up there, up to uh, up to um, up towards Friedrichshain, where that place was, and then cycled from there over to uh, another parent actually of the school as well, and um, who I wanted to meet because he had a music studio in uh, Prince Lauerberg. I think it's Prince Lauerberg, and that was amazing to just go in there and kind of see his his setup. And he you know he he makes music for um, documentary films primarily, but uh, oh. yeah, it's just all, I always find it very daunting and very. Uh, just like in awe when you walk into a studio where the screen is just giant screen there and it's just like you have all the kind of stuff that you'd have in audacity and stuff like you know just you know this the sound waves and kind of and and, and the setup but just people doing this for a job and just kind of what they yeah. can do is just mind-blowing i i absolutely you know love talking to him all about the stuff and what he does and how he got into that you know it's, and it's funny our, our our timelines kind of while he was in london and during the kind of early 10s or, or just before it around 2008 we were in london as well but just very different lives he was he was pushing a music scene and uh, i was screaming at children and learning my trade in the classroom so uh yeah and then we moved to berlin around the same time as well so yeah but he's got a beautiful studio there with a, and like i think over to like a really old building it used to be a brewery like you'd love the building when you walk in the door there's a big giant uh it's it's like a medieval door uh, as you walk in and um yeah and they have kind of just a nice studio there and different people working on different projects and yeah so just got chatting to him about it and uh yeah i find i find i find walking into a studio is like like you say very like almost intimidating when you and i haven't been in many now right like that but like uh just when you go in it's, it's all the equipment and it's all the setup and the quietness you know it's really in the actual studio itself not in the let's say in the mixing area but and it's just so quiet like you know because all the sound is all so well controlled and stuff like that like you know yeah, yeah, yeah. and these guys then who really know what they're doing and um you know like my ability would be i would say fair to middling i'm not being like do you know what i mean i might know music theory that well and stuff like that but um yeah it's great to have these guys great to know we're man we're running in very different circles these days that's uh you're really you're really uh in with I, all the arty crowd uh well i'm kind of forcing myself on them as well i'm just asking everyone I, like it's part of the kind of whole uh i don't want to say midlife crisis but part of the end of the last part chapter of my life and I, I do i am really coming to that kind of realization that i've closed off like i've, ju I've just finished a life you know like finishing school has been finishing a, a life that i've uh, the only life i've known for 20 years and really trying to not having that all every day but i've just filled every single day with something that has to be done and even if it's just reading like you know i sent you that quote from the stephen king book i hope you i hope you enjoyed it i don't know if you can remember it can you like I no i don't remember it i don't oh, i don't you didn't remember because uh, uh, like you, you've sent me two quotes i think written down uh yeah, screen grabs of two quotes written down yeah so, i didn't recognize any of them as stephen king though well i the fact that i written stephen king above the one that i sent you i thought that really be, yeah Anyways, go on. I'll I'll give it to you again now because like, I, like as part of the thing and that episode that that the last episode of New Year's resolutions one of them was to to read a book and I do really I, I want to write something whether it's a book or whether it's kind of the next bit of an album. Uh, You've got an itch. I've got an itch to do something that's yeah because because we've just my life has been so cyclical for so many like and and that's the thing about teachers is we 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 end up being so kind of st still in the rhythm that we were when we were in primary school. You know, you have your Easter break, you have your Christmas break, you have, you know, you never leave that and, and, and you kind of look forward to the holiday and you're waiting and then it's the holiday and you're packing to work and it's just, 
So it's kind of nice not having this kind of, even though even though Pauline's still working in the in the classroom, it's just yeah, trying to fill my time with other stuff. And when when there is a, a moment, I'm reading kind of Stephen King King's book on writing, which I highly recommend. It's really oh. excellent for his uh, just his story of his life. He was a teacher as well. Like, like not that I'm drawing any comparisons, and there's no carry I think coming out of me soon, which is the one that kind of made him and uh, he broke through with. Um, but he, uh, he he talked about it. And we were talking about this last week when we talked about last week's episode, and kind of we came out of it, and you were kind of a little hungover, and 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 we weren't feeling the buzz as much. Um, but uh, the quote was, yeah, uh, uh, "Sometimes you uh, you sometimes you have to go on." when you don't feel like it. And sometimes you're doing good work when all you're managing to do is shovel shit from a sitting position, which I liked. Sometimes you have to go on yeah. when you don't feel like it. And sometimes you're doing good work when all you're managing is shove to shovel shit from a sitting position. So. Yeah, I, I was tired. I wasn't hungover, just so you know. Just so we're, no, just so we're just clear tired. on the record on that one. Oh, really? You were just, just tired. tired? Okay. Mm, that's all, just tired. Um, Sorry. Uh, but <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. nine times out of ten, you would have been right. I would have been hungover, but uh, that particular time, I was just tired. But uh, yeah, man, like we uh, we accidentally, you and you and me have have uh, have um, like very very similar interests in both. You know, okay, maybe the music we've both we've both influenced maybe each other a little bit. Uh, but the Stephen King thing, the obsession, healthy obsession with Stephen King, healthy obsession with Lord of the Rings. That sort of stuff, like, I mean, that went on and on and on. It, it like, you know, I don't know how it just, uh, I'm sure lots of other people feel these things as well or have these things as well. But like, um, yeah, Stephen King is really, really cool guy, really interesting mm, dude. Yeah. Now, I, like, yeah, I, I mean, the whole Dark Tower series, that was, was made. But, um, but come here, squash. Squash. You played squash. I did. So, yeah, it's a game I would have associated with like 1980s power power business men oh uh, yeah there is a kind of bit you of know, that isn't there in the movies yeah yeah like they did they did be broken in a deal in the squash and whoever won the squash game got there you know well, looks was... like we're going to be trading at five points this year or something that's not you know i mean like you get the the last point so did you leverage I, anything like that I, I, did he I, leverage I, anything I, like that against oh, you man like just I just, just leveraged leveraged my fucking insides, just uh, gave gave them all a good go. Just like, oh man, I was dying. You're mine I, now, Andrew. My man, I am so unfit. I was dying. Like after after cycling, so it's like my first the first leg of my journey uh, was it was seven kilometers there. I was running late, and I also just before I left here. I realized that I'm in Germany, not that Ireland wouldn't be the same, but I'm in Germany and they are very strict about the shoes that go into these courts. It's not like just going there and out. And I'm sure Ireland probably holds oh, that they? too, but oh, they're very strict, which they should be. Because if you're carrying a stone in, then you're going to scrape up their thing. Or if your shoes mark the, the floor, then, mm. you know, they have to clean it up. So I was like, oh shit, I looked through my shoes and I was like, I only had like a pair. I have a pair of Under Armour shoes, which were full of little stones. And I had a pair of Pepe kind of, I don't know what you'd call them. Just like they're they're not they're not training shoes, and they had a good few stones in them as well. Not as many, but they were, they were certainly weren't squash shoes. So I brought them yeah. both, anyways. And uh, sure enough, when I got to the the front, there was nobody else there, and the lady was like, "Are you have you ever been here before?" And I was like, "No." 
and so she checked my racket and she said something about the grip i didn't quite understand her what she was saying something about the grip was not good <laughs> enough good grip like that but i got i got away with the grip for some reason but then she checked my shoes Jesus and i went Christ. i went with the i went with the ones that had less stones in them first and she, i got away with it, but they were the pepe shoes like so again not okay. sports shoes she was like yeah they're fine and i was like so i was like what about these ones <laughs> i took out the Under Armour ones she's like no i was like oh, i'll take out the stones do it next week do it next week but don't wear them this week like, okay. oh my god there was a fucking bouncer at the fucking squash court yeah yeah Jesus. so but I, I knew that as well i know that from most courts like a lot of they're they're very protective like you're going to a basketball court here and that you have got to take your shoes off ah. and uh well i guess it's the same as the apartments as well most people take their shoes off when you walk into an apartment as well you don't go trips not and, me trips and which one he brought shit inside which one he brought fucking shit johnny bought crack in on your shoes mm. So uh, yeah, but um, no, no, no deals broken. Just had a good chat. Stefan has actually got he's got an interesting project he's doing. Uh, for the next year, he's he is doing a project called Fairy Tales Retold, where he's oh. the, himself and a guy from the UK. Um, they're going both going into this. He's a teacher as well. The guy from the UK, and they're um they're rewriting a lot of the fairy tales, uh, like Cinderella or Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, but they're rewriting them where the female character is not always like this damsel in distress and it's not because every every character every story is always like save her save her save her so i, I quite like the project and it's, it's done in a very kind of tasteful way beautiful artwork and um yeah so is, are they are they all are all the women like really ripped now ripped. Like, really, like <laughs> fucking jacked <laughs> and, you uh, die tonight <laughs> you die tonight <laughs> mr dwarf but the dwarves are actually there really is tall. there is there is one uh, fairy tale though that that does that and it can be kind of left I I well the the kind of there's a few different versions of it but the main the main thrust of the of the fairy tale is the woman rescuing the the man and that's um, uh, Beauty and the Beast. Mm. You know, uh, which so, I thought that's a. Uh, you know what I mean? So that's a it's an interesting one. That mm, kind of yeah. goes in the, flies in the face of the rest of them. You know, mm, true. I, I have to remember to remind me of myself of the story now. But yeah, it's like he. So she gets she gets kidnapped, doesn't she? And she's she she goes into the castle or something, and then she can't. She, leave, she's kind of held against her will in the castle. I, I think this this is the Disney telling of it anyway. Yeah, and yeah. Um, she gets held. She, Not she the John Grisham place. The John Grisham version of Stephen right? King version. Stephen oh King. my god! <laughs> would sleep for a year after it probably. But uh, yeah, no. Um, she she takes the place of her father, who was who was kidnapped by the uh, or held prisoner by the beast, the beast, and um, she, she so to free him, she says, "I'll take his place." And uh, she gradually kind of sees through the beast's beastly exterior, sees that he's kind of got a gentle, gentle you know soul, mm. and um, she falls in love with him. Which, <clears throat> to be fair, it's kind of a good analogy. For women in general, I mean, we still haven't figured out why they find us attractive. They just somehow do, right? Mm, so, well, we know because of well the gun show, obviously, you know, yeah, yeah, and the green shirt. And you and I have yeah, had obviously no trouble with the ladies. I'll have you know, everyone, no trouble. I've had a lot of trouble. I've had a lot of trouble <laughs> with ladies. No, have you ever seen those those forms like you can see on racing booklets and the horses form? You know, like yeah. where he placed on all the last few races. It might be abysmal. There's like seven, eight, seven, six, seven, two hundred oh, to one. Come first now, though. 
Run and yeah. run first now. Yay. Yeah, All right. Yeah, we didn't know yeah. though. Anyway. Um, but got herself yeah, so a prize it's stud. A, it's a good analogy prize for stallion. <laughs> try, put you out to put stud. Me out to stud. <laughs> and put me out to stud there. <laughs> um ship me up to Kildare. Yeah, yeah. So um the yeah, so I think yeah, it's a, it's a kind of a good analogy for that as well because you know mm. we're all beasts, really. Yeah, and, I don't um, know what the, I don't know what. Yeah, and then it's her her love for him uh, conquers the spell that's cast over him, and he turns back into a man, and he's saved. Hmm. And then yeah, then but then they get married, and she goes back into the kitchen, then and then it's just life of absolute tragedy again. I think that's book two. Well, it was the Middle Ages. I mean, she wasn't going to be going joining a HR department or anything, you know what I mean? That's true, that's true. Um, But the retelling, I mean, I'd be interested to see what they do with Beauty and the Beast. She's Mm. going to be Jack. I'm not sure what their their next project is. Yeah. (laughs) So, it's interesting though as well. Sorry, I didn't mean to make fun of that project. No, I don't. I I think it's a, I think it's a fair, when, when the, I, I haven't thought about kind of the stories that, whether there was a conscious attempt or whether I'm, I'm sure someone that, that that's listening would would see the underlying um misogyny in beauty and the beast i'm just not i'm not able to think of an angle or right now apart from well actually how it's misogynistic hmm? of how it's misogynistic yeah possibly I'm, hmm. trying, I'm trying to what 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 would the angle argument be for that where like is the i don't know she no, I don't know, but they're. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's, it's interesting that uh, you know they're 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 releasing these as books, you know, and it's like I don't know. That, you know I think that's that their challenge for the next year is kind of how to break out into a market where kind of you know books are. You know, I, I imagine it's it's a difficult market to break into and a and a difficult kind of thing to 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 uh, you know, to make a lot of money on unless you get in with a kind of a school company or something like that or a, mm. but um not the, but they're beautiful artworks beautiful books and i highly recommend you if you uh, look at them up online it's called fairy tales retold and they're done they're done really nicely i got a couple for my uh, nieces back in ireland two or three years ago oh because they do it in a bilingual way as well like so it's german english as well so the books are written in german so it's one of those books that you can buy where german and english are, are side by side cool. you can kind of do the both and get to learn your german as you're going along see and, uh, see yeah so, yeah, yeah. Some, some of them are some of the fairy tales when you when you look at them they're pretty bad i mean they're like you know like the one where she she pricks her finger on a thimble and falls asleep and this this uh this wandering <laughs> pervert cuts through the thorns and just fucking molests her while she's asleep i know how to save and it's her, like yes. now we have to get married it's like i know Whoa. how to save her if you just let me kiss her <laughs> um what I'm a prince, and I can just let me her. try. And just, I, I listen. What, what have we got to lose? That what have we got to lose? <laughs> Nothing. Just give it a try. Right. So, okay, go on. Go on. So yeah. So he rationalizes it like, <laughs> oh wait. So, uh, sorry. The whole uh, the whole realm is asleep forever, and you're giving out to be about me about being a misogynist. I mean, get your priorities straight. He takes all that angle, you know. <laughs> Which in fairness, <laughs> that's probably a good. He, he's probably right in that, in that in that scenario. It's just it's after she wakes up that's where the problems start. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. He still adopts that that angle. Or the other one where they go around with a shoe and it's like, "All right, lads, looking for a wife. Got this shoe, so <laughs> made it glass. Anyone? I made it glass. Anyone? 
Just give it a try there. Just, not you. Not you. You're not having Ew, a try. But not my you. Favorite, no, not you. All right. I, I'm very specific about the people that will try on the shoe. You can have a go Only the week. hot ones. Just. <laughs> and the message is always tie your shoelaces because if it falls <laughs> off, someone might come after you and you'll have to be his husband. You'll be his forever. His forever. That's the way it works. Unless you're Locked. jacked. Unless you're jacked. <laughs> you can have anyone you want. That's right, ladies. <laughs> anyone I want. Get jacked. Hit the gym. Yeah. Get jacked. Yeah. Let's, do our, let's do a whole. Yeah, we, could, we can do an episode where we break down the old fairy tales of, 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 of yore. I'm sure there's good fairy tales. Irish fairy tales that would be. Uh, that would be. We only have Fiona McCool and we had Grace or Grania Whale. And like, you know, there was a, I, I actually have a book. A, a lady in, when I was in school gave me a book on Grania Whale in Irish, actually. And she, she was like, oh, I have this book in Irish. And she was very proud of giving it to me. I said, thank you. Thank you very much. I, I do Great. love Irish. Great. And again, I do love Irish. <laughs> I just, and I may have mentioned this before, but I am, I was not immersed in the, in the language nor the, the culture. I'm lucky I still like folk music as it's just like, you know, it's not all Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's how I was raised. Leonardo and Donatello. April O'Neil in that jump, yellow jumpsuit, man. Mm-hmm. There you go. Unbelievable. Don't, don't get me started on Krang. Mm. Uh, Krang. Oh, man. He had it going on with that. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess it was an avatar. I guess yeah, he had, it was hey, an avatar. Way ahead of its of time. Way ahead of its time. Those, yeah. those, those I know he was sitting in, the, in, in, in an opening in his avatar's belly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. still... It was way ahead of its time. Bebop, you know? rock steady, all the gang. <laughs> Do you know what? Gang. I, I, if the, if there's two guys, uh, if, just if there's any two guys at work, and if I, if uh, if they're standing there talking, and I and I and I'm walking up to them for whatever reason, and I call them Bebop and Rock Steady, which is which I normally do. And it's, again, this is just any, this isn't just two particular guys. It could be any guys. It always gets a laugh. Nice. You know, right. It just sounds it, so it, funny. I think it's still there. Like I know I I was because like you know, I I think I was telling you with Malachi. I, I'm slowly introducing him to um to video games, and you can buy the old school uh, on on PlayStation. You can buy the uh, old school Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's quite it's quite nice to watch the game. I can remember. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you played much arcade games back in the day when arcade games were. Did no. you ever go into the arcade Arcadium? I guess in Burskane when it was there. God, was there no, where the gem? It was it, no, it wasn't where the gem was. It was up um, beside where uh, Larkins, um, or could have been even in Larkins. Was it there or was it in the gym? I can't remember. I can just remember really? very. Yeah, yeah. There was an arcade, uh, an arcadium. I don't know what do you call it. What do you call it? Where kids Man, hang out? I mean, I, I, I never. I was never there. Is it where it's in all? It's in all the eighties movies, though. Like they'd go down like to an the arcade. Yeah, they went down it's to the arcade, arcade. I guess so I'm making this more yeah. complicated than it needs to be. Yeah, they had um, Street Fighter. I can remember Street Fighter because we had. I remember everyone used to be uh, Yalsim, or we called him Yulism, because he's he was this kind of. I guess he was supposed to be some sort of Amazonian tribe guy, but when he shot punches, his arms stretched out half across the screen, so you could just stay at one side of the screen and just keep shooting his arms cool. out, just hitting the person on the other side. I could see so, why people would go for that guy. Mm, mm, great game. So uh, yeah, the turtles. I think I, they've probably they've rebooted it a couple of times as well. There is a kind of a market there mm, for the, the turtles. The girls love him. The girls really? love them now. There's a new yeah. kind of uh, version there, and they, they're big into it. Nice. Same song though. Are they ninja or hero turtles? I think it's hero. Hmm. I don't know. Actually, I can't remember. 
I think it's Hero Turtles, Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. Mm, I'll have to get back to you on that now. I don't know. Because actually, <clears throat> you, uh, I'm afraid of, of saying the wrong thing now. This, this I know, week I know. My Sorry. Pile last week. Yes. yes. Do you want to, do you want to, uh, we're doing a housekeeping 47 minutes in. Want to housekeep me? So, yeah. So, if, if you're listening to this episode and you decide to go back an episode and listen to last week's one, uh, we got into a discussion because I was visiting Poland for uh, um, during over the Christmas break and I went to Schitschen uh, in Poland, which is only about two hours away from Berlin. And part of our discussion, we discussed whether Poland was part of the Soviet Union after the wall, or not after the wall came down, but after World War II. Eddie said it was. Turns out. I did. It wasn't. It wasn't. No. So false history. Apologies to anyone who went to a quiz between now and last week's episode. Of course, nobody's heard last week's episode that I have to go back. So we're, we're safe no. enough. As long as you don't start with episode four, you should be fine. Yeah, as long as you don't listen to episode three, go to a podcast between listening, or go to a quiz between listening to episode three and episode four, and then come back to episode four, at whatever time in the future. <laughs> These things, once it's digitized, it's there forever. So yeah, that's it. That's we it. could go back and do an edit, but we're not going to do that. No, no, no. Our editing days are over. We, we promised. We promised that this, from now on, is going to be raw, unabridged, as uh, Stephen King would, would like it, because uh, the last piece I said he hates an abridged book. He said, I detest Abridged, abridged books. What does abridged mean? Uh, they release the book, like a first edition, and then they someone they find little mistakes in it, or they find something that wasn't right or correctly written, or the the writer just wants to change it a little bit because they're not happy with it. I guess so. They it becomes the abridged, um, the fixed. I think that's what it means. So that's now now I'm scared myself. Jesus, I my, my only source is Pauline. So uh, okay. if she. And again, I've out myself again, so I'm blaming someone else if I'm wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, see, see, the worst thing about what happened with me last week was um, you then used me as, a, as an argument in your discussion and was yeah, wrong. And so I you did. ended up being wrong because you trusted me. But I again, I, had, I, I, was, I also was keeping a distance from, an, enough of a distance from myself to say, like, I trust that man. And so my, yeah. it, my stupidity was trusting you. Um, you know, your stupidity wasn't You're not so understanding. <laughs> it's actually I'm wrong. An abridged is a piece of writing have having been shortened, so it's a shortened version. Having been shortened yeah. is abridged, so they must shorten it down. Why would you do that to a book? I don't know. Although Stephen King, it's not surprising that Stephen King doesn't like an abridged <laughs> book because no. every single book he has is like a thousand five hundred pages long. Until uh, it gets to the very end of the Dark Tower series, which uh, look, um, let's just yeah, let's not. Maybe we won't go into that. No, but, okay. No. What was the last Stephen King know. book you read? <clears throat> I think it was that. I think it was the Dark Tower series. The Dark Tower. Mm. I've read it since 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 the Tower. And uh, absolutely, you've read it, have you? No, I've watched a movie, the really good movie. Well, actually, the latest movie. Actually, the latest the, one. You like that one? It was still two parts as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like <laughs> I just remembering that those Irish guys that did the video of the it, where, where he's yeah, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. <laughs> uh, once we get so, uh, once this comes out, I'm going to try and find that and post it into our Substack, um, which we're going to have. Is he down the flats? <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Yeah, you have to watch it. Um, yeah, excellent, but uh, yeah, it is an, uh, an amazing book. So that's what a bridge means. Yeah. yeah. So um, Poland was 
uh, yeah, it was still a communist kind of country, and I think they had their own rebellion within. I I I I, I don't know if you did much reading after I, I I sent you that message, but I believe it was the 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 republic. Uh, they are now the Republic of Poland, but it was given some other name. So I think they were still kind of. I don't know whether they were well, kind of. Well, okay. In in my defense, right, mm-hmm. and this is a small defense. That's all I'd say. But they were called listening, the Republic of you Poland. Listened? Okay. Huh? I'm sorry, just that? telling Kyle to listen. No, okay. They were the People's Republic of Poland. I thought they were in the USSR, but they weren't. Okay, they were, as a, as you correctly pointed out, not part of the USSR. But they were part of the Warsaw Pact. They were heavily and dominated was, and coerced was, by the Soviet Union. And mm-hmm. some might say centrally controlled by the Soviet Union. Like all the other republics. Like all those countries that were independent. Yeah. So, okay, I was wrong about that part. But, you know, I mean... Oh, let's not, lie. Let's not lie to ourselves. Exactly. <laughs> Truth is out there. But I do I do like learning that that stuff. It's good when people point that out, especially on a broadcast. Absolutely. Front, absolutely. That, that, that way you'll never forget. You'll never forget. That way I'll never forget the shame. I'll always be out for revenge. Speaking of revenge, I want to play the third and final part of our the our wonderful uh, Rosanne and Friends um a clip from the last one and, and and i'm hoping that next week we can maybe or during the week um so we're gonna if you're listening to this hopefully it's the maybe not hopefully it could be the first episode you're listening to but this will be we'll be dropping all the episodes this weekend to the public and now to friends and family and um and i'm hoping then that i can get some of the videos from our our performances at the get folk sessions here in berlin um and share them with uh via some platform that will kind of keep people as updated as possible um and yeah so what did i want to say yeah so i, I would like to share some of the videos because i had some great videos of, of the of, of our last um, gig as well and of Razan and friends but so this last one um is a iraqi song an iraqi folk song um it is called and let me think uh i have it written down here somewhere i have it in the notes actually it is called uh, Ghazali, and this was really, really so. Basically, they 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 were they played two songs which were quite long, and then they kind of asked, "Will we will we play another one?" And we didn't we didn't actually have a trad session this this week, but because not enough musicians came, but it kind of it worked out really nicely because we ended up playing music until about ten ten thirty. Um, so we ended up playing a two hour gig between the two bands, and. Um, so Razan asked, "Will we play another one?" And of course, everyone was cheering. So I allowed it. I allowed it. I let them do it. That's the kind of kind of person I am. And uh, they uh, so, but it'll start. And as you'll hear, you'll, you'll hear it start and how beautiful. And it's it's mainly now the Quanun that it's um that is being played. So uh, it's just a short clip, and we'll have the longer clip uh, posted. What's the Quanun again? Quanun is the uh, on your lap harp. Oh, on your lap harp. Okay. Yeah. So. This is, where is she now? Oh man. Gazali, here we go.
Yeah. So that was uh, Hazem on the Quanon. And, uh, and honestly, I, I could hear. I couldn't hear Rosanna to, uh, singing there. Was she singing? No, she, she will come in. She comes in later then. Um, uh, so I didn't, I didn't, I, I wanted to, I wanted to get the Quanan just by itself because, uh, for two reasons. One, uh, because it's just sounds so beautiful. And, and not that Rosanna, Rosanna sounded amazing as well, but I just, I thought, I, th- I couldn't, the, the, the start of that song, the way the bar just went really quiet. And uh, how, and, and we both know that from kind of moments when like, and we were kind of, over the years, kind of with busking, or not with busking, but with doing gigs here in Berlin, particularly in Irish bars, when we were trying to make rebound, it's like, it's never, ever expect silence, you know, just assume everyone's mm-hmm. going to chat through you. And if you're good enough, they'll quieten down. Uh, even if you're not good enough, they might quieten down. But uh, it's not, you know, you don't own, you don't own the thing and, and that's it. Unless it, unless people have paid a ticket to come inside and, and be there to listen to yeah. it. So, um, so, but yeah, he quietened, he completely quietened the place. Everyone was... And I, the cliche of they were hypnotized, but they were hypnotized by it. Um, and uh, I don't know if you did, did. You notice anything about the? Did you did you notice anything in that song as it went along? So I'm I'm going to well let, let me let, okay. The only, so, the only thing I noticed was that was the the triplets that uh, it's quite similar to the way a banjo or a mandolin might play a triplet or something like that. But that's probably on top of your top mode. Oh, the triplets. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to go for as well. The triplets. Um, no, I was I was more focused on. Uh, this man that as they they started playing their third song, uh, let me let me let me let me just play a little clip and see. I'm, I'm gonna just here we go. Did you hear that? No. I'm gonna give it to you one more time. So, little story. Uh, I was at the very okay. back of the room when this was happening, and I was back with Cala, the bar, bar owner, Madonna, and again, like everyone else. We were listening, and this uh, local walked past me, and uh, because they were playing their third and final song, and he was heading down to the bathroom, he's downstairs in, in a kind of a cellar room in, in Madonna, and he just walked past me and goes, good luck following that. And he said to me, and I, and I was like, ha, <laughs> <laughs> um, So uh, anyways, he went downstairs, so the, the song hadn't, this song hadn't started at this point yet, but uh, as he was walking up the stairs, uh, so he went downstairs, the song started, beautiful. But if you're listening close to that clip that I just focused in on, you can hear him coughing up an absolute lung that you can't really hear from this part here, but it's just all you can hear. And everyone, even even Hazem on the on the quad, he stopped and he, he didn't stop. He just looked up and smiled. And you can actually hear me laughing in the background um, because I just couldn't help it. And me and Kala started laughing because it was so intimate. It was so beautiful. And then this guy hawking up a lung, um, which, is why, which is why I've called this sound clip Quan and Hawker Low. Because here it is, here it is in the normal way with the way it was with the music. And here it is when I turned it up a little bit. Oh my god! <laughs> and everyone so in the place it. was just like everyone had just been just got into their trance, into their trance, and next thing, <laughs> 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 it 
it was it was a it was a quality moment. It really, really was a quality moment in the uh, in the performance. But in fairness to Hazem again, which I I cannot like you know for for three people who come from such a different part of the world and let's be honest have had extremely different upbringings. I'm sure and and childhoods and everything to us like Hazem just. Uh, not recently he's recently actually become a dentist um and uh and he i don't know i can't remember how long he told me he's in in germany but he did tell me a really interesting story about how he um because so he's been playing the quantum since he was seven years old and uh i'm not sure the time frame of this but sting has 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 uh, recorded an album called the Berlin Live Sessions or something like that. I, I'm, I'm not 100% sure. I haven't even looked it up to see what, what the album is yet because uh, I'm just kind of working away and preparing for this. And, and uh, But uh, Hazem has been recorded on an album with Sting, but he, he recorded no his album. Um, so Sting uh, asked him about, like, you know, or I'm not sure exactly asked him directly, but wanted Hazem to do the recording on some day back a couple of years ago and um sting uh said this day and hazem couldn't do it on that day because he had his german exam he has finally german exam to to, to whatever to pass out and, and and a lot of the kind of syrian refugees i imagine and i don't know if they're syrian refugees or not i've never actually gone into that conversation with them yet um but as you know a couple of years ago that that was a massive um movement of people came into berlin to to, to find refuge in berlin during the war there um and um he uh yeah he said he turned sting down he said i couldn't do that day, and he waited for him i think he did it another day as well so he's uh he's been recorded on albums so all these like different stories from these people are just like what you've done what with sting wow and uh but you're so modest and that moment when he coughed and everyone started laughing he just looked up and smiled and and same with razan his sister and it was just like oh god you're just you're just the same like you know same attitude to it this is fun this is a this is this is this is not a joke but it's a joke as well like you know we're here to have a laugh and 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 that's what kind of folk music was about and so many people said that about the night kind of was such a good mix of people um you know and and everyone just there just to enjoy good music and a good laugh and um yeah and uh cough up lungs so i i don't think that guy i don't think he made it <laughs> i don't think he survived never came up the stairs again never came up the stairs again <laughs> Oh, there's a tumble wow. down and, a, and uh yeah so um wow yeah. but it is it is funny like like i mean when you um i, I presume they're they would obviously be used to playing to people and sure when you're playing to a group of people it is same, like you can expect the same behavior like collective behavior i guess you know there's always going to be a guy like that yeah. in a crowd everywhere you know what i mean there's always going to yeah, be a, yeah, you know absolutely there's always going to be people who are quiet and even that comment, good luck following that, you know, you'll always get that, even, yeah. you know, <laughs> like no matter where you are, like that, you know, we've, how many times have we, have we heard that? Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, I can, I can remember one specifically in, 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 in Nina. <laughs> really? Not a rent hunt. But uh, yeah. So yeah. Really annoyed, sometimes yeah, it's yeah. done in fun and jest and sometimes it's done with a slight, maybe, maybe it's always done with a slight kind of a dig as well, which is kind of, as long as you're in the right mind space to take that and just be like, all right, whatever, I'm going to get on with it. Cause you know, some people just want you to react and want you to get annoyed. You know, I actually listened to a, a Blind Boy po- podcast. The one Pauline sent to us, actually. I don't know if you bothered to listen to it in the end, but it's, no, it's, it's all about. Oh, yeah. Excellent, isn't it? He's got some yeah. laugh, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and say- I never thought about the bag. I never thought about the bag over his head until he spoke about this particular bag. Because I saw him on the Late Late Show. I saw a clip of him on the Late Late Show. And the bag was rustling like mad in the microphone. And um, and then, of course, you're on his podcast. It's not, there's nothing rustling at all. But he does. He wears this. Did you say it was a satin silk, bag or something satin like that? Or silk or something like that, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
so it doesn't rust in the microphone. I never thought about it, but mm. like, uh, yeah, it makes but, sense. But but in that, like, you know, he talks about the the cleaner and like, you know, and and, and getting angry in the moment, like, you know, letting like, and, and we've talked about this recently, you know, as well, like as as two people that, you know, sometimes have anger issues and sometimes like, you know, when the red, as I would often say, when the red mist descends, uh, we kind of yeah. you can't see the woods from the trees, and it's like, you know, I think he speaks about so well that whole thing of like just being able to just. Now I haven't done any. Um, diaphragmatic is that what he said Diaph- diaphragm breathing breathing yeah. from the diaphragm but um such a like that's quite an old episode as well that's like well it's a year or something last october or something like that but just with the cleaners is coming in and looking at someone with a bag and going, what the fuck is going on <laughs> and he's worried he's getting annoyed with her but then he's just thinking about what she's feeling right now and she walks sorry so i haven't even explained there's a blind boy episode um a podcaster a very famous guy in ireland and they uh he done a he done an episode back in October on mindfulness and mindful mindful breathing, but it's quite funny because it's a uh, the cleaner interrupts in the middle of his recording of this podcast. The cleaner opens the door and and you can tell a you can hear her coming in and in, in, in the whole thing is supposed to be about meditation and mindfulness and uh, he um, he uh, ends up being able to use this live. Um, live live event that's just happened to him to explain his point of view but he's got a cracking laugh and i never heard anyone laugh like that <laughs> so yeah but yeah and up so close as well like you know yeah like right up to the microphone um come here did you say your next session is on the 28th 28th of february yeah but we're going to go to um so the 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 uh the um what do you call them the embassy are running an event i hope that's on pretty soon i'm not sure exactly when that's on but the 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 embassy are holding an event maybe it's on actually at the end of this month um they do it's called a different kettle of fish so i'm going to go along to that me and pauline have got like you book tickets to it it's free event we went to it before with uh when lancome were actually hosting it so it's just done in a kind of not in the same setting that we're doing get folked because get folked is kind of we we host and invite one person to play and we mic it up uh different kettle of fish is unplugged acoustic and everyone can kind of you just say if you want to play a song and you or sing a song or whatever you want to do to read a poem and um and you just will do you it there sorry will yourself and pauline play yeah we will do i think yeah yeah we might play um might play one of the uh the old nancy boy songs um the white canal we're, we're thinking of going to play that one there and the flute and the guitar and um yeah, we'll, we'll play with some of our own stuff. We didn't play any of our own stuff the last time um, at this gig because we just didn't have any time to practice uh, after the Christmas. We were just kind of so busy and Pauline is doing a musical with the school right now. So she's trying to uh, she's trying to get parts for that and dealing with the emotions of kids that don't get their parts. It's quite a, Jesus Christ, primary school, grade six, six class musical is just hell. At least the beginning of it is when everyone is just trying, you know, you, you you know everyone like well not everyone but lots of people want to be a main character and trying to get kids to deal with uh not getting what they want you know it's it's an interesting thing the kids not being able to get what they want but then parents not being able to deal with i, I mean I, I probably shouldn't go too just much hold on one second I'm, i've got a, a real life blind boy situation going on here just uh one second here door is stuck the, the cleaner in. trying to get in <laughs> it's the cleaner is it She's not in here. Yeah, she's probably in one of the other rooms, is she? We've been interrupted. We've been. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> play dates going on here. Um, ah, nice, nice. In nice. the Brophy household. So 
Yeah, it is nice. So I'm sorry about they're playing hide and seek, apparently. So um, yeah, nobody hiding I'm, I'm going to go down a road anyways that I don't want to go down, which is probably talking too much about kind of uh, um, how we how we, how we react to our our children's um, disappointment. You know, it's 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 not an easy oh, thing yeah. for any parent, and, and I want to keep this general now and take it out of the the realm of musicals and anything that, but just, you know, when our, when our children are unhappy and we feel sad because they are unhappy and how we react to that and, and the interesting ways different people have to reacting to that, which is to swing or to, to, uh, to empathize, to, to look for empathy or look, look, look for just look for understanding or, or people just need to say something to express their, 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 their child's sadness. It's, it's an interesting, um, yeah interesting topic and, and so like i guess um okay obviously the children are disappointed and then does it escalate there a bit with when parents get involved is that what you mean uh, no I, I think in the end you know it's 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 like it's like anything it's like you know playing hurling and there's there's only 15 places on the field and there's like 25 kids like we'll say we never had that problem when we were growing up because there was never 15 kids in the park that would have been a lovely problem to have i would love to have been benched <laughs> would be great instead of putting me in goals like a fucking uh, human target no i i I, st- I can still remember um i can still remember being in in secondary school and 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 wanting to make the first 15 and just not making it i can remember the disappointment but i can't imagine my dad ringing up you know ringing up dinny or, or, or tj and, and going hey my son's really unhappy that he's like he's really yeah. disappointed he really wanted to be on that team and he didn't yeah. and he's not so what are you going to do about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah but anyways i don't well I, as i said as i said this is not my world to be talking about right now so i i, I no I, no but it, like we we went in my in my like in my school in kilbarn in our my national school like uh we did two christmas concerts while i was there and um i think so there was three rooms in the school so there was one where it was like um ages five to seven then there was another room where it was aged let's say seven to i think nine and then the next one the third one was 10 to 12 let's say okay so um each of those rooms then got a play to do okay so um i think i was in the second room i think i was aged like seven to nine and uh the play that we were putting on was saint francis of assisi and uh who got starring role of saint francis assisi that's right this guy you were friendly I was Franny. They're going around there. That's good. That's a good name, actually. Franny. Dipping, dipping, Saint dipping Franny. heads in water. Isn't that what Franny did? Or was he got your head uh, chopped no, off no. or something like he that? He was. He was traveling around, just getting all up in everybody's shit. You know what was I mean? He? he was just like, I can't remember. Just, wasn't he what's one, going on was he, over here? Headed in the end? No, he was, <laughs> not in the end of that play. Not 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 the end of that particular telling. Uh, they kept it no. light for uh, <laughs> for the seven to nine year olds, and um, basically there was a bit of a, a bit of a kind of. Um, a uh, farm yard squabble going on between animals. See, see them saying Franny could talk to the uh, animals. That was his thing, his shtick. Oh. And uh, so I came in and I was like, all the, none of the animals were getting on together on the farm. And uh, kind of like George Orwell's Animal Farm, but uh, a little bit, you know, the stakes were a lot lower. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I went in and I just kind of um, said, hey guys, you know, don't you want to play together? You know? And I think all, I think we resolved it with song. I think that's how it resolved. I still have the the VHS of it somewhere. Must must break really? it up. Yeah. Oh man, you got to put that onto DVD yeah. before the old VHS falls apart. Uh, DVD, what was well, it? Well, <laughs> you got to get that onto some modern, um, you know, 
modern way of doing things. If only there was some sort of digital versatile disc. <sighs> so yeah, I am. I know I'm doing I, all I next week. That research. But then the next, the next play or the next concert, Christmas concert, was a few years later, and uh, it was the Pied Piper, and uh, I did not. I was Apple salesman number three. <laughs> Apple salesman <laughs> number three. Did you get a line? Not even, no, not even the number one Apple salesman. I was uh, uh, non-speaking three. role, or was it a speaking role? Did you get? Uh, no, no. It said uh, apples. Get your apples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I delivered it like that. So. Yeah, yeah, apples. Yeah. Get your apples. And um, I was, did, one, of the, I was one of the townspeople. Who, I was one of the townspeople who stiffed the Pied Piper and caused him to, you know, uh, kidnap all the kids, basically. Mm. Yeah, you you supported the Pied Piper like you were helping him out to get rid of the kids. No, we we were. At, I was one of the townspeople. You know, I was the apple salesman. One of the one of the apple it, was, it was a really flooded market. It was a tough market, the apple market. Uh, <laughs> so, but I felt like maybe the market was slightly saturated at that point with three apple salesmen. Uh, just cut so, scene back to the apple salesman's house, and it's just like, hey, honey, oh, it was dark. Oh, fucking Man. don't start with me, darling. It's just been shit down there. There's fucking rats. There's fucking oh, it's a fucking mess. Kids everywhere. At least. I expect us to come home and see the house clean, you know, just be really uh, horrible, you know. And um, Well, if you would just sometimes <clears throat> talk to me and listen. We never talk anymore. All you talk about is apples. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, so, apple salesman number three, bit of a climb down from St. Francis. Well, was, oh, sorry. Fair, you know. yeah. I told you uh, I, my, I peaked uh, too soon, I think. You know, you know my. I was uh, what was his name? Um, I had a big role in Jesus Christ Superstar. You know, I was for our Were you Jesus. Player. I wasn't. I was no. I had a big role. Mm, I say that so because big, I was. I was first cast as Judas Iscariot, who is a main role in that. You know, because Judas is. You know, he takes the thirty <laughs> yes. pieces of silver. He has. I can still sing a lot of this, a lot of the musical, but I remember that oh, it's just. I, I, I wasn't confident enough and I wasn't singing it out like I should. So um, uh, eventually they said, sing Andrew or we're giving it to someone else. And I was like, just keep singing. So I ended up wow. being, which, I mean, you think Apple salesman was bad. I was, I was brought down, I was brought down to leper. I was, I was Apple a leper. <laughs> I was, I swear to God, I was a leper. I can even sing the song. See my eyes, I can hardly see. See my feet, I can hardly walk. I believe you can make me walk. See my blouse, I'm a blow for man. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Yep, I can still see that. See, see my feet. Have you seen my feet? I haven't seen my feet in a week, week, week. You know, he's lost his feet. They're over somewhere else. Um, yeah, I would, I would, I would take the role. Of of third best apple salesman uh, over the over over that of a leper definitely. over the leper maybe there is a little maybe maybe there's a, a song or a story that we can work on with that with the apple salesman and the leper that we can just like we can somehow now take both of those things and create a children slash parent book in terms of how to deal you know it's it's obviously going to be a, a parent help book you know self help yeah. book to help you kind of raise your child. Um, and prepare them for what the real world is, which is yeah. selling apples, 
which is a, a metaphor for kind of not the, not the many apples. If I'm perfectly honest, if you're the third no, best apple, no, salesman, metaphor not for, many for for just the mundane the mon the mundane life. You know, this is prepare them for that and leprosy because uh, we're all going to die. We're all going to die someday. So a horrible leprosy death. is just a quick in a, way in a leper colony. In a <laughs> so stay tuned. It's like officer and a gentleman, but it's the leper, the leper and the apple salesman. Ah, ah, classic, classic. But so that was done like Brokeback Mountain, like they're two men. (laughs) I want want it done like that. The leper's back is actually broken in half, though. It's like, that is a horrible disease. (laughs) It's just a man eating. That apple salesman is a horrible person. Oh. God, it's just taking all advantage. Um, but um, using using his position as the speaking, third best apple salesman in a CC. No, we're all going to die. Which is, but anyway, disappointment. Me. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Go on. No, where were we? let me. I'm coming back. Call back. No, I don't want to. I don't want to whip round too far back. So let's. Where, Not where, too far back. Far back just, are you going? That was. I just want to say. I want to sign off saying. So that was my journey of disappointment. <laughs> Okay, and I and you, you're, well. look at you now. Look at me now. Green you know, shorts, pink shorts. No, no apple salesman All here. All the shorts you want, as long as it's oh. just one of one of <laughs> one of two. <laughs> anyway, so, go on. That's it's actually quite What's an apple-colored shirt. Actually, you're wearing it's it's it's, and and <laughs> the background. And well, you're right. And the other one's a pink shirt. It's like pink ladies. There you go, man. It's it's it has scarred you. It has it has god. made you. <laughs> oh my god! I've never gotten over it. <laughs> How does apples, leprosy? Get your I'm trying to figure out how leprosy has somehow affected my life. Uh, moving as I've traveled, teaching in leprosy. Um, I don't know. Anyways, still got my hair. Go on, segue. You had a segue. <laughs> segue, segue into leprosy, and that we're all going to die, which was uh, which is um, the metaphor for the leper and, and teaching our kids. But speaking of dying, and, I, and we're gonna we go, we're gonna wrap up soon. Um, I do want to talk about one song, and I, I told you a little bit about this story because we uh, one of the songs we played, we played it after um, Razan Hazem and Romeo played uh, their their final song. Um, Giz, what's uh, I try to remember the name now? Uh, Ghazali, um, this Iraqi folk song. So of course that was going to be a very tough act to follow, and and not that we had planned to 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 try and draw on the intimacy can, of that song, I, but. I'm Can sorry. I cut in and one thing? Did you find out what Ghazali means? No, I didn't. Okay. Sorry. Maybe we could do a little bit of it. We'll do a little bit of research on that. Ghazali. Um, but uh, yeah, so after we played, after they played that song, we went up and of course thanked them and and crowd were very, very responsive to them. And that and that kind of set us up then for a nice second half of a set where but we actually started with a with the the song that I haven't sang in ages. Um I think I say that all quite often, but there are a lot of songs that I've kind of put to bed that I kind of just don't sing anymore, maybe from over singing or, or maybe they don't fit the, the mood, but um, sang Rare All Times, which we, which I actually did sing at the after session kind of of our last gig with the, with the Italian group. And, uh, and one person came up to me and, and said, like, that song is really nice. Uh, what, what, what's it called? And, I, and I, I always find it kind of interesting that people say that about a song that I just know so well. Um, and, uh, yeah, so decided to play that again, but not without intent, um, because I, I was I was telling you this story about this lady um, who I've never met, but uh, I'm going to sign off, sign off on this because I, I think it's just a 
uh, a nice and kind of weird story. So um, her name is Helga. And Helga is no longer with us. She uh, she died on the 5th or 6th of January. Um, and she died from euthanasia. She she took her own life. She chose to die. And um, I only I only know about that. And she's the only person I've ever known to do that. Um, she I, I've never known someone to uh, to do it in that way. Of course, like we've all had the tragic stories of suicide. But Helga was an, an older lady. She was actually um, a Laban's um, a Laban's shiver. Laban's born the, the, the children of Hitler. She was one of these children that were were uh, the Laban's born. Laban's born. Is that what it's called? I'm not sure. I'm not sure, I'm sorry. No, no the, the name escapes me. Um, but uh, so one of these children, like back when, um, uh, what's the name of the guy that was one of one of Hitler's uh, kind of uh, Himmler, 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 Himmler. Yeah, he was his head of propaganda. Yeah, he was looking after this kind also of Heinrich Himmler. No, no, sorry, he was head of SS. Sorry, sorry, he was head of SS, Heinrich Himmler. But he was put in charge of these, uh, trying to repopulate and and make sure that the the pure blood nation was um, was going to 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 survive. Because I think after World War One, the um, the population of Germany was quite sparse, and they needed to repopulate quite quickly. Um, and so the uh, she was uh, her mother was kind of uh, like what exactly what they wanted blonde hair blue eyed and the reason i know a lot of this is there's a podcast coming out about this woman which is um but it's it's not finished yet i was sent a kind of an unfinished edit of it just to to listen a little bit about it and uh so she was born in one of these hospitals these, these secret hospitals because nobody knew that there was happening where where women were um having babies and there were there were but you had to pass a lot of kind of you had to have the proper paperwork to make sure that you didn't have any um jewish blood in and that you were a uh, pure blood and you know whatever hitler was looking for and 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 um so she was born into this family or she was born her mother her, she openly says in the podcast my my mother was was a huge nazi she 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 loved what 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 was what was happening she also profited from it because if you got a child into this you were taken care of um, you know, they had the top of the range at the time, the hospitals there were, 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 were the most advanced you could have. And, uh, but she was born, I think in 44 and then of course, uh, in 45 or 44, 45, the, uh, everything collapsed. And, um, so she was, she went back to where her mother was from. Anyways, there's a whole story of her life, uh, that you can listen to. And I, once, once it's released, I will, I will share that podcast with yourself and with anyone that wants to hear it but uh she the reason i wanted to sing that song was because i know that she died on the 5th or 6th of january i have friends who were drinking with her on the just in december late december early january drinking champagne together all knowing that she was going to do this because she has just decided she had nothing to she had nothing to live for anymore i believe she had a good life um but she uh yeah she she didn't have any family. She did have a strange and difficult upbringing with kind of weird uh, stepfather figures. She never knew her father until she actually found out that her uncle, who the person who she thought was her uncle, was actually her father. And she says openly in the podcast that he tried to, he was a bit of a womanizer. And because Elga was no longer a young lady, the father was getting way too intimately close with her. So she had to separate from him and never saw him again after the first time she met him and oh my just God. mad stuff. Yeah, just 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 really weird life um, stuff that like you know um, 
yeah, just just to, you know, I, I think I said it when I when I, I always say it when I sing fancy is like none of us know what the fuck anyone has ever had in their life or done in their life. So we should be very careful how we are quick to judge anyone who does what they do. Mm. But um, Apple sales anyway, number three. Sorry, Apple sales number, number three. <laughs> the leper. You never know, lads. You don't know what hardship I've gone through. But anyways, no, but you're right. This was not, uh, yeah. But to be honest with you, like you know, when 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 I was sent the message that she she had died and then she had passed off. It's funny. I think I told you this part as well that she was supposed to die on the second of January. She, uh, there, there there is an organization here in Germany that I think it costs you quite a bit of money, but you can do this in in a weirdly unofficial official way. And that's as far as I'll go with that. But anyway, she was supposed to take what she was supposed to take on the on the uh, on the second of January. But then the banks called her to tell her that some paperwork wasn't in order and that she something wasn't to be sorted. So she had to delay her own death, and she delayed it by a couple of days, two or three days. And uh, and then oh I got the fourth or fifth of um, January. She she took the tablets and off she went. And uh, yeah, that story resonated with me. I, I don't know why. I, I guess because it's for many years of like, I know my uh, parents telling me, you better never put me in a nursing home. Don't you, Jesus, don't you ever put me in a nursing home. And, and uh, you know, I think there is a lot of fear for, for, especially as you get older, as to what's going to happen to you. It's like whatever the, the mind can go, the body can go, and you start feeling like you're a, a little bit of a burden on everyone. And I kind of like the idea of someone being able to make the choice, but at the same time, mm. you know, someone with, with that wants to live and just can't, you know, I guess it's, it's, it's an extremely interesting topic. Um, and, uh, yeah. So when I heard that story, I really wanted that. I, I tried to think of what song would kind of go well with the story. And so I chose the town I love so well or not, yeah, you know, not the town I love so well, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Rare all times because it has that line, that last verse, um, Fare thee well, sweet Anna Liffey. I can no longer stay and watch the new glass um, cages that spring up along the quay. Um, my mind's too full of memories, too old to hear new chimes. I'm a part of what was Dublin in the rare old times. And somehow that kind of, I, I never listened to that song in that way, as in, in that kind of way, as in like how it can be, that song can be teamed as final, like as in I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore. I don't, I don't want to. Man, I miss it too I much. never looked at that. I never looked at that verse in 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 that way either. No. Um, so yeah. So um, not that I wanted to bring it on a, into a downer, but um, I just I just wanted to share that story with you. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Wanted to wanted to tell you about it and, and kind of remember Helga and remember those. Yeah. At what age did you say she was? I'm not sure. I think she was either in her seventies or eighties. I'm not hundred percent. Again, like, so I, I, I have, uh, it's one degree of separation. So I know a person who was a regular visitor to her and a friend of hers. Um, and, uh, yeah, so she was kind of telling me all about it. I was just finding it fascinating as is her life. Yeah. You know, she, she had a very interesting <clears throat> life. Like she lived in the States for a long time. She was an air hostess for Pan Air for most of her life. So I, she, she from what, I could hear in the podcast she she had a great life she loved her life um but i think as she got older then as well she just like you know there was nothing left for her and i talked to my friend about it and she she's quite adamant that the state fails all people and i don't think we can deny that um a lot of the time in in a lot of countries uh, ireland isn't much better like and we try to look after our old but a lot of people are just kind of shoved into homes or you know but it's hard as well because everyone has to live their life as well and it's it's uh and I think it's only it's only Switzerland you can that that the 
euthanasia thing is 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 really anywhere in Europe? Is that, is that the only country that does it in Europe? Or is there I don't know. To be other countries yeah. in the world, I don't know. But um, yeah. So it just it just I don't know. Yeah, it really resonated with me. So yeah, yeah. And then when I thought I, was, of I, song, I kind of. I, f- I felt a need to kind of just dare to say, God, that's a really sad story or that's label it that way. Uh, but I'm not sure if that's like, it's, I suppose it's sad when somebody feels that, that strongly that they have nothing to live for, that they do that. Uh, that's, that's or, sad. Or nothing to live for, uh, or one, I've lived enough, <clears throat> you know, or I've lived enough. Like, but it's in one way, it's like, uh, well, she, she took control of the situation. She exactly. did it on her own terms. And there's something kind of nice about that as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. That's a that's yeah. That's that's yeah. a it's a, it's a really. I don't think I've I don't think I've come across that before. I don't think I've uh, I don't think I've spoken to anyone who has you know. I've never come across a real life situation like that. Yeah. Also, know someone that was born on the 29th of January. I've met two people now that I've born on the 29th of January. Just in a another another unique and exciting thing i think someone someone told me that they were going to come to our gig on the 28th of february because their birthday is on the 29th of february i can't remember who it was but someone walked up to us and said that to us so well, they were the second person so so yeah to segue back into something else the 20 the rare 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 occurrences and the next gig 28th of february in madonna but there's a nice few things happening in berlin and maybe you'll go see a gig or two between now and the next session that we have yep i'm sure i will we'll see uh, so, so so the next one's the 28th of February. 28th of February will be our next one. Oh, okay. Uh, not organized that. But we'll be meeting up next week again. Um, there was something else that I wanted to say. Yeah. No, don't, nothing really. The gig, the gig. Uh, so that was the song straight after the Rosanna. Then we jumped straight into Barrett's Privateers, which is kind of a big pace change. But it was good fun as well. You know, it was like beating drums and 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 talking about going on ships to fight wars that we don't need to fight and stuff like that. So it was a really buzzing night. Met some wonderful people. I ended up staying to the very end till about one thirty. It was three people. Um two two of them at least from Dublin. Or one of one of them from Dublin. I don't want to say their names because one of their names I can't remember. And I don't want to say the two names that I do remember and then the third I don't. So but if you're listening, uh you three wonderful people, it was nice hanging with you till the end of the uh to the very bitter end of the night and uh yeah so we'll be on again on the 28th of february we'll be meeting up me and you will meet up again next week see what our worlds bring us in mm. that time no yes. night shift for you no night shift for me no no and, uh, i had uh I, I had kind of a slow week really um actually next week i've i've uh jury duty next week so i'll tell you all about jury that. duty yeah, it's called for jury duty next next week. So you're just up to see if you will be on the jury or you actually have jury yes. duty. You've been selected to be on the jury. I've been selected for the panel. And Ooh. then we all are go in jury, and see how many people jury, show up. Uh, and... Are you jury material, do you think? Are you going to go in there with a kind of a... Pink shirt? Pink or green? They're your choices. <laughs> your choices, your honor. Um, that man is too beautiful. Know. He's too beautiful to be in a jury. <laughs> one of them recognized me. Well, uh, wait a minute, weren't you Apple salesman number three in uh, Pipe Piper Hamlet? Circa 1990? No, no, no. He'll know you from your earlier work, from the, the Assisi stuff. The real creepy guy who was watching like seven year old plays from Kilbarn. I remember you. Just, just, I, I, I'll yeah. wake him up. Don't worry. Just let me give me let, give me a kiss. Just give me a little kiss there, and I'll be fine. And, uh, I mean, I've hacked through all those thorns. It's the least I deserve. A kiss. 
It's all indignant. Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair. <laughs> what? <laughs> let down your hair. What? Well, to be fair to that creepy dude, it was the witch who initially who started that whole thing about about climbing up the hair. It was the it was the witch who imprisoned her, started you know created that precedent of climbing up her hair, and the prince just really? caught on to that. That's the, how you get up to Rapunzel. Is the only way you can do it is via hair. Via her hair, yeah, because it was a tower with no entrance, only the window at her level at the very top. So, and nobody she, uh, could think about another way to get into a tower during that time, except turn on your hair. I there. don't want to say I, I don't want to say nobody. I'm sure there was a couple of clever clogs around lazy, the place, but <laughs> there was a, there was, there was a, a lazy part. Well, I was going to say I think you know I think. But these guys who, who are wandering the medieval countryside, if there's one thing they can't be accused of, it's laziness. That's for sure. <laughs> I mean, they have put in a serious effort to capture their, their victims. <laughs> like, he was wandering, first of all, hard to. Uh, and second of all, he, he, he scaled this tower, convinced a woman to let down her hair mm-hmm, by impersonating mm-hmm. the, the, the Wicked Witch. And uh, then climbed up a complete a scale, a completely vertical wall. This is it, just like, here. This is, this is belaying. So many, without a rope, many without things. Without any rope, like you know. So he had no, he had no one spotting yeah. him underneath. No, so many things, but not lazy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. So, um, so is 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 are we are we is that pro 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 no, female? We're not, no, we're not. We're not team pervert. No, we're not. That's not what I'm saying. We're we're still team Rapunzel has a right to do what she live how she wants to live. You know. And shouldn't be tricked. And because, I mean, she lets him up and she's shocked. She's like, whoa, who are you? He's like, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so we're not, we're not on that guy's team. We're still with Rapunzel. <laughs> Listen, everyone, we hope you have a lovely week. This has been Get Forked and uh, we'll talk to you in a week's time. Cheers, Ed. Goodbye. Thank you.